Welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith. And with me, as always, co-host, Kate Eingorn. Hello. And the puppy man himself, Matt Bailey. What's up? Yo, how's the puppy man doing in the puppy house? Um, The puppy in the puppy house is doing good. He's learning he's still peeing on the floor a little bit but he's getting there is he learning his abc's one two threes he is learning how to ring this little bell to go outside Aww. oh fuck dude That's classic so dog <laughs> yeah. classic pavlovian response uh-huh um you now you said he's learning does uh-huh. does learning ever stop for a dog can you teach an old dog new tricks it's a great question um i once had a dog that was two years old who was almost there in potty training and never learned it (laughs) oh hold on a second (laughs) wait what wait so we adopted it yeah i mean it was like when i was it was Ro- Rosie, my old, oh, my old Rosie. gal. Yeah. She just decided not to finish potty training. <laughs> yeah. Well, when we adopted her, we were like, "Well, is she potty trained?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, she's like almost there, so she almost should be good." There. And then she just never got there. <laughs> okay, oh. I'm I'm confused. Did so she like... not get there because she died? <laughs> no, I just think. Well, the fact I that... mean, she ne- she lived like a. A, a good life she was like nine or ten or whatever when she died but she she never got there so gotcha. this is what i'm hearing i'm hearing that like they adopted rosie they told him like you know she's almost potty trained they're like sounds good to me brought her home and she wasn't and they were just like oh well okay so <laughs> yeah, you got her much. after her learning period was over and she was like fuck this i'm not learning how to okay yeah. gotcha i was just confused right. because i knew rosie and i was like Rosie's an old gal, so okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, welcome back, guys. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> Shout out to Bean, uh, Bailey's new pup. I can't wait to meet him. I can't wait to meet him and and uh, not hopefully have an allergic reaction to Bean. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. think you probably will, but we probably. could always hope <laughs> for it to like be a unique situation. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. As long as a I have miracle. my, as long as I have my rest day afterwards. I will say, you know, we'll move on from your dog, but <laughs> I will say the dog names that you have, Bean and Nugget, are I love them. Yeah, chef's kiss. I'm big kiss. fan, big fan of the Thank pairing. Um, Thanks, guys. Yeah. So, um, how are you guys doing now? I know we're in the throes of December. We're technically post Christmas, post Hanukkah. Um, we're prepping for New Year's. That's the next big uh, obstacle. <laughs> obstacle I to getting say, to 2022. Um, I'd say the Counting Crows said it the best when they said it's a long December. Oh, yeah. Wow. Damn. I love the Counting Crows. Um, we're almost there. <laughs> yeah, almost yep, there. Almost there. Um, but uh, with that being said, is there anything grinding our gears? We want to get that all out before the new year. Like, if you have any gears that are grinding and making a lot of noise, you want to get that out before the new year turns over. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to put there as a platform. 
Put I your have, feelings out on the table. I have one. Okay. So, Jordan and I, in our roommate situation, live in an apartment that faces another apartment building. And there's mm-hmm. a specific room that faces our window. And at night, the hallway light flickers like a ghost. Like there's like a ghost haunting it. Mm-hmm. And it like scares the shit out of me and it's been like this for like a week and my gear is that someone needs to fix that goddamn light it just yeah. like non-stop flickers so i'm looking at it right now and that's been going on for years <laughs> not years <laughs> um, <laughs> but it is it is a flickering light right above uh an elevator door kind of akin to m night Shyamalan's devil um it's so spooky it, as hell it's actually now looking at it, it's spooky as hell you didn't tell me that you were worried about that we could just close Yo, the curtain. Why don't you just, yeah, why don't you one, close the curtain, or two, pretend like you're a resident and just call the the uh, building. That's a good call. Point. The I building. don't know what f- floor that is technically. Oh, it's number two. You could, one, it? two. <laughs> this visual is great <laughs> for the listeners. But I'm look, I'm not overlooking your gear to grind. It's just, you know. It is spooky. It's some fort. Hey, I live in America. Shit. I should be able to open my window without seeing a flickering. Yep, ominous that's America. Yeah, you fucking give it to him. It's because <laughs> Sleepy Joe Biden. Uh, yeah. Yo, Sleepy Joe, fix that light. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sorry about that. You could have, as your roommate, you could have told me. I could have taken care of it, but I will take care of it from now. On. I'll go over and change it myself. <laughs> Thank from you. now on. Yeah, from now on. Um, nice, nice. Um, I, I do want to give a quick shout out, Bailey. I didn't ask you if this was okay, so I'm just going to assume that it's okay. Okay. Um, if you've been a longtime fan of Film Friends, me, Kate, Matt Bailey, um, you may be interested in knowing that Matt Bailey has a new podcast, and that is Your Morning Breakfast. So if you're a fan of Film Friends, and specifically you're a fan of what Bailey does here day in, day out, um, I would check out your your morning breakfast on all those podcap, podcast channels. Oh, all the podcaps. All the podcaps. Because mm-hmm. um, it's, it's, it's just some good shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, man. Yeah. Um, we're uh, trying to do something that hasn't been done before. I love it. <laughs> I mean, you give us all permission that it's okay to have breakfast for dinner, and that feels validating. Yeah. Yeah. I needed that. I, I can't wait to see you guys break the mold. Um, yeah. And, you know, some David Blaine shit over there going on to, at your morning breakfast. For sure. To go where no podcast has gone before. <laughs> and you know what? We need that. We need that. But no, I personally love your podcast. You do it with your friend john simmons who's just it's just a, his they're not he's not our friend <laughs> no john's not our friend um, <laughs> but uh, you guys have good chemistry and i just highly suggest if you're a fan of this podcast and you've been listening check that one out because it's it's dope also john it. if you hear that you're our friend yeah he won't hear <laughs> is that your gear to grind <laughs> oh no i this is just jordan's promotional corner oh okay, is that nice, only nice. featured inside gears to grind yes. segment okay yes, yes. yeah um, nice. I realize I don't necessarily grind my gears. I was I've been reflecting on it, and I put the platform out there for you, you guys. Sometimes to do grind your always. gears, but um, yeah. So, um, 
Bailey, do you have you, any gears to grind? Do you guys want to see what I got for Christmas? Would love. love. Oh, do you want to see what I got for Christmas or Hanukkah? Yeah. Technically, all right. I'll go get. You show me your first. Right, I'll go get it. Yeah. Okay. Show us what you got. I got pack of underwear. Ooh. Necessary. Yo, you needed that. You needed that. Ten big ones. Oh, ten big ones. <laughs> I got one of these. Oh. Switch controllers. Love okay. it. Love the color combo you got. The red, blue. That is a vinyl Ooh, record we of have a someone wearing a hat. We have a Taylor Swift album. Oh. <laughs> yeah, red. Hat wearing I got lady. this. A book On of Percocy. The history of your hometown. I love it. <laughs> yes, go Percocy. Nice. Land of the covered bridge. Land of the covered bridge. Join you can yeah. talk about stuff. It, it, we can talk. Do you want to talk about covered bridges? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll 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 take care of it while Kate's gone. But let's get down to it, Bailey. There is a famous covered bridge in Percocy. Am I correct? Yes, there's a few. There's one. The one famous one that's just like sitting in a park got like fucked up during um one of these hurricanes or yeah. tornadoes or whatever. So I did hear the sad news about the c- covered bridge no longer being covered. Oh yeah, got uncovered. The there was a there was an issue with the the weather and they're you know what they're gonna fix it and it's gonna be fine. Um, How are you coping with it? Not well, <laughs> not well. Um, my fantasy football team is called the Bucks County Covered Bridges. So okay, okay, so that's one I way you're coping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah. got my gift. Jordan bought me this as the best roommate. So you ready, Bailey? Oh my God! So for the listeners, since they can't see it, this is kind of inside baseball, but we're big Sixers fans here, and I got Kate yeah. an Andre Drummond Spectrum City Edition jersey. Mm-hmm. Yo, that is sick. It's kind of dope. Yeah, I, love I it. hope he's here. I hope he's here for more than one year. <laughs> Either way, it's cool as hell. I saw yeah. it as an investment. I think it's yeah. gonna be. Uh, they're gonna make it into an Here's NFT. Here's the thing. I am so happy for this for multiple reasons. One, I love Andre Drummond a lot. Mm-hmm. Two is I regretted so much not getting a Dwight Howard jersey while he was a Sixers. Mm-hmm. So this, I, if he doesn't stay, I'm so glad I have it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you can maybe find, I don't even know if they made Dwight Howard jerseys. They had to. If they made this Andre Drummond jersey, they yeah. made, they made a Dwight Howard one. Yeah. And that's the the super cool edition too, yeah. which is mm-hmm. the Spectrum one. Super yeah. cool. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I all I to get it too, all I googled was super cool jersey and oh, it popped right up. It's the coolest. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. I just I need to collect all the Sixers backup center jerseys is what I need uh-huh. to do. I would love yeah, to yeah. know. I would love to know how many fans of this movie podcast actually uh, enjoy Seventy Sixers talk too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there. If we Not there's many. a if there's a Venn diagram. See, I disagree. I think there's a huge overlap. And I think if you're yeah. not, you should be. Episode one forty two. If we're talking one forty two BC, speaking of bridges. The first stone bridge over the Tiber River is completed. Damn, Daniel. What river? The Tiber River. Oh. Sounds like you're saying Tiber. Oh, what wrong. do you mean a Tiber? Oh, isn't that like one of the first? It's one of the first rivers. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Who declared dude. it the, one of the first rivers? <laughs> I thought there was like a Tigris River in like uh, I might be Egypt my, or something. I might be getting my Tiber and my Tigris. Uh, <laughs> Mesopotamia is a hazy area for me. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Anyways, the Roman Republic's building the first stone bridge over the Tiber River. I want to know if it's covered or not, but <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Wow. Um, and then Ptolemy the ninth is is born so we got another ptolemy in the situation we love that looks like he's a pharaoh (laughs) Um, we love that we love that and then uh you know 142 a.d finally some municipal doctors are named throughout the roman empire so the people wanted it they wanted to know who their doctors were (laughs) and uh rome went and did that in a.d 142 um Cool. So that's our history. We grinded our gears. You guys feeling okay? Yeah, but Jordan, you there's the first to describe early form of gunpowder solution that year too. You find gunpowder interesting. I don't think the (laughs) listeners want to hear about gunpowder. We're we're an anti-gun podcast. All right, I take it back. I just found that fascinating. Straight up, I'm we're an anti-gun podcast. (laughs) That's interesting too. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, no gunpowder facts. Right All right, there. next from the record. Let's get into the movies, guys. Um, this week, you know, in the trailer episode, I mistakenly said it was Bailey's <laughs> choice. Again, I apologize for that. You should forever apologize. Um, you I should apologize think, every uh, episode from now on that about that so mistake. <laughs> Many mistakes. Um, <laughs> but if our listeners love us for anything, it's not how many mistakes we make each episode. Um, so thanks for sticking around with us. Mm-hmm. But this week, it was actually Kate's choice. So I'm going to throw it over to you, Kate, for who you chose and why. Um, do, do you want to mention the other mistake yeah, about the trailer I episode? I was, I was hoping to, Kate would mention uh, oh, it. Oh, cool. So you want me to, to <laughs> rectify this mistake, too. Cool. So for let's sure. um, put all of it on me. Um, first, you mess up that it was not my choice, and I have to make the, rectify this mistake. Cool. So oh, we were. No, you just you just set off Alexa. Um, you're gonna blame she, that on me too. You, she, it's your Alexa. You set off Alexa. Here, how about you and Bailey vamp while I go tell um, Alexa what's up? So we were gonna do Suburban Girl, which looked cool as hell? Question mark. It looked so interesting, cool. <laughs> and um. I'm going to tell who I'm doing, Jordan. Stop mansplaining to me from the doorway. Um, people know who we're doing. It's Sarah Michelle Geller. They see it in the episode name. They saw it in the trailer episode. Mm-hmm. So we were going to do Suburban Girl. We couldn't find access to the mainframe for Suburban Girl. It is nowhere to be found, which is weird because it was made in 2007 where you feel like there would be digital filmmaking occurring here. Who knows what's going on with that? So, I chose... We're doing... Um, I know what you did last summer instead for that one. Um, but I chose Sarah Michelle Gellar. I know we don't talk about TV, but that's because I was a huge Buffy fan growing up. thought she was cool as hell. Like, a very cool female badass representation out there for the ladies. And not only, like, badass female, but sci-fi badass female so a little bit nerdy giving the nerds something that they want and we 
have been kind of flowing this one around a lot and I realize what took us so long is because her filmography is not very extensive. She is mostly a TV gal, but yeah, she's one of my top hot girls, so I'm all in. <laughs> well, that was going to be my other choice. The reason why I chose it was because of the fact of she's a long time Bailey hot girl. Lister. Look, I don't want to sexualize her. I don't want to sexualize her. But, you know, Bailey's putting her on a hot list. It also seems like, was she important to your, like, sexual... Yeah, I um, think so. But it's funny because when I was was looking for my (laughs) segment, a lot of the facts on her is how many lists she's been on for being one of the sexiest women, like, ever. I might have been one of the first, to be honest. (laughs) True. You created a list of sexiest women. She was on yours. Yeah. But it just she has a whole section in her Wikipedia just about all the things she's been on for how she looks, right? But like I think that's part of what makes it so cool about her role as Buffy because she was just badass mm-hmm. person. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she, probably something to that with sexuality with me. I was probably attracted to her. <laughs> and I was practiced was, to David Boreanaz, so <laughs> there's that too. <laughs> yeah, she was literally a vampire slayer. Yeah, it's cool as hell. <laughs> Nothing gets you harder than that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, what I found interesting is kind of what you said that she doesn't have a long filmography, so she really like. There's a window there where she took advantage of her, you know, talents, her looks, everything like pretty hard for a short little window, and uh, I respect it. Like, I yeah. don't know if she's still around. I guess, you know, this is my journey to find out if she she's is. She's still around. <laughs> is she alive? Is that what you're asking? No, I know she's still kicking, but, like, I she's don't... She's, like, producing stuff, I think, mostly. See, she's moved on to a producer behind the camera. Uh-huh. So what I'm saying is she really took advantage of her time to be in front of the camera, and she killed it. I think she killed it, so... Learning more about her as a person, which I will reveal later, it is makes a lot of sense about the filmography and her journey pre and post. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. She's cool because she's like, I feel like she is a scream queen. Like she does yeah. a lot of like horror movie shit. I'm glad you brought and that then, up. And then she also does Scooby-Doo. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a screaming well, movie. She is, she, hey, yeah. scream in my book. Um, <laughs> uh, it's screaming for children. It's screaming for children. <laughs> um, but, yo, I actually had that realization that she is a scream queen. And she should be in the scream queen conversation up there with everyone else that they talk about. <laughs> the scream queen hall of fame? I'm coming out wow. saying she should be up there. No one's talking about SMG when they're talking scream queens. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you think she's right up there with, uh, what, the Halloween girl? Yeah, Halloween girl. <laughs> I would say name? I would say it's Halloween girl and then SMG. What is her name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Halloween girl. Basically, okay. I would say out of the scream queens that have go by three names, it goes <laughs> Jamie Lee say? Curtis, Jerry Lee Lewis, and then uh, SMG. Sarah Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. All right. Um, oh, you lost me. So, okay, uh, uh, why don't you why don't you choose which one to do? Because I have to personally admit I don't know which one's the lower rated and the higher rated one, and I'm really like 
excited to so find that's out. something else i should address real quick we normally base our things off of rotten tomatoes we've been kind of mixing it up with the imdb metascore sometimes this particular mm-hmm. time was the first time i've ever seen this where they are completely different where the rotten tomato ratings and the imdb are just vastly different um mm-hmm. so I, we kind of picked generalities of ones that were higher rated and lower rated um so we picked cruel intentions as the higher rated i know what you did last summer is the lower rated they're pretty close though i think generally mm-hmm. um but that's also because one like we said our filmography is not crazy long and yeah. not a lot of them are pretty highly rated so yeah and she's a scream queen so we got to get one of her horror movies in there you know absolutely you know some might say we're doing two horror movies oh fuck but uh, hey i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get into it i want kate you to take the wheel here i love like the wheel. they I'm do driving. in i know what you did last summer <laughs> um oh yeah they drive in both movies there's a lot of parallels between the two movies yo it's wild they drive in both it's movies. so crazy <laughs> they drive in both movies but there's also someone who dies in both movies that's the wow. same person Dude, these movies oh, wow. are breaking the mold but anyways why don't you i'm gonna pick one? cruel intentions first so I'd you're like, talking like about the that. pre-y2k 1999 horror sex drama <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a se- it's a drama, sexy drama. Uh, cruel Intentions. Bailey, take it away. Yo, did I tell you guys I saw MacGruber? The movie? <laughs> yeah. Okay, is that because of the Ryan Felipe thing? Yo, I've been on a... You know, we'll get, we'll get to we'll the movie get to in it. a minute. But oh. I've been on a Philippi kick lately. We nice. watched like, MacGruber recently, too. Like, last weekend. Yeah, yeah, someone sat us down and made us watch... A uh, horror expert. A <laughs> horror expert actually made us watch MacGruber ourselves. But, yo, what does it feel like being on a Philippi kick? Because I just realized I'm on one, too. <laughs> yo, I I love him. I think I need to explore him further. Uh, write a, put him down as one of my candidates for my next uh, film friend. Is I that what you're writing it. down? Yeah, I'm taking a note right now. Um, I okay. agree. I agree. I think I this was like a forced journey. Because we were forced yeah. to watch MacGruber, but like I'm into it. I respect it. The thing is, like I, okay, whatever. We'll get to Ryan Phillippe when we do his episode. But okay. um, what am I doing? Cruel Intentions. Yes. yes. Synopsis. Okay. So, all right. One of the hottest movies ever made. <laughs> yeah. About... Sizzle. It's the si- most most sizzles I've ever seen. It has the sizzle reel of a century. Yeah. Okay. It's focused around a brother and a sister of. Ryan, well, it's Ryan Philippi and Sarah Michelle Geller, who are, you know, some richy rich kids in New York who like to take advantage of people and have sex. <laughs> but they don't have sex with each other, though. Not. Not right away. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> but they want, they rub each other up the whole movie. Um, mm-hmm. They try to get each other real hard. Yeah, um, so many rub scenes in this movie. Yeah. Um, and then there comes along Reese Witherspoon, the virgin, goody two shoes, blondie, who has an article in some newspaper that says, I'm never going to have sex until I'm in love and married and blah, blah, blah. And then Sarah Michelle Geller is like, yo, I bet you can't bang her. And Ryan Phillippe is like, yo, I bet you I can. And then Sarah Michelle Geller is like, yeah, well, if you can, you get, you can bang me after. And then Ryan Phillippe is like, yes, that's all I ever wanted. 
and then um they they're then you find out if they bang or not later oh and if she wins she gets his car <laughs> yeah but who really cares about that for <laughs> yo i was all in on those stakes i was like reese don't you dare do it you need that mm-hmm. car baby um I will say the tension is palpable, and Bailey, you said it. There's no better way to say it. You just got to wait around to find out if they bang. Like, you gotta wait around straight up. Also, it was not a mag. It was not a newspaper. It was a magazine. It was um, Seventeen magazine. But the reason why I'm being picky about this is because Jennifer Love Hewitt is on the cover of that magazine. Yep. Who is then also in I Know What You Did Last Summer, which Mm -hmm. is interesting because this came out two years after I Know What You Did Last Summer. Mm -hmm. So it's a really Mm -hmm. interesting thing to focus on that, which is cool. It's real Easter egg for this specific episode (laughs) of our podcast. But, I mean, they're both, it's three out of the four cast, main cast members. I wouldn't be surprised if if, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. was someone in the background of class or something. (laughs) I would have been all in. He's definitely in the hallway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can we stress any more that this might be one of the horniest? <laughs> oh, it's so horniest horny. movies of Yo, all time. I think that's why I love this. I know in our trailer time. episode, <laughs> and I will say this: our trailer episode, we were saying the same things, but the trailer did a great job of getting across that you're just gonna see a lot of rub scenes between these like teens these oh yeah they're step brother and sister i don't know if i said that no Maybe you I didn't did. it yeah, was it was a, it was implied yeah yeah, yeah. um it, it, I, you know i originally thought they were just like blood brother and sister but, uh, but now it's cool so we're yeah. good they make it very they try to make it clear that like the parents don't care about each other like at all to make yeah. it seem less weird but it's still weird <laughs> The vibe, the vibe I got like tonally from this movie is like a cross between Thoroughbreds and like Heather's. It's and definitely in that, that kind of vibe where it's like mm-hmm. fucked up, but can't be. Yeah, a little manipulative. Like I couldn't tell if you guys might hate this that Sarah Michelle Gellar wasn't really doing a great job acting. Or, like, that was supposed oh. to be her relationship with Ryan Phillippe. It was supposed to be a little campy and a little, like, ooh, look how bad we are type deal. Yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to be. I just, it's like a, they're like, I don't know, this kind of feels like pre-Gossip Girl vibes. Well, it was pre-Gossip Girl, right? Yeah, well, it technically was. <laughs> but it feels like it's something that, like, this was what Gossip Girl, like, based stuff off of. It almost feels like. Um, yeah. Can I, this movie be made today? Yes. Yeah, even more so. I think it would be made today if, and they're actually brother and sister. <laughs> I think they <laughs> yeah, t- turn it up a notch <laughs> today. So here's the thing. I think this movie starts off with such a very telling situation of um, him in therapy, mm-hmm. which he's having therapy, which you find out later is located inside a mall. <laughs> And um, it's the weirdest interaction between a therapist and um, a client. There's a lot of things that should not be shared to a client. And it shows it's trying to show you that like he's manipulates other people is the point of it. But like what really happens is just shows you how fucking 
crazy this movie is going to be. Well, it shows how manipulative he's going to be. He straight up punks and abuses his therapist and thr- like basically says, I'm having sex with your daughter. Right. Um, <laughs> but it's weird on the other end, though. The therapist is also like breaking a lot of boundaries that should not be happening in the first yeah. place. It's she, really she allows it. <laughs> she allows it yeah. to happen. But, you know... Um, so not only do we have these people at the sex, their sexual height of their like, or the height of their sexual prowess, mm-hmm. you got Ryan Philippi, you got SMG, who's a brunette. Selma Blair. <laughs> um, oh, Selma Blair. Yeah. You got Selma Blair. You got a bleach blonde Josh Jackson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Which, he kills it. If that doesn't get you going, like n- nothing else. You got the Gregster. <laughs> oh, the Gregster. Um, it's just. For me, the height of the movie was the cello scene. (laughs) Well, as one of the first lines that Sarah Michelle Gellar has in this is that when they're making that deal, she calls herself uncharted booty. For sure. She knows what what she is. Yeah, that's that's exactly what she is. But I feel like that's the theme of the whole movie Mm, is uncharted booty. I feel like this should have been cruel intentions, colon, uncharted booty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay i'm in it's a lot of deals about can you steal or take or manipulate someone into giving your virginity which is like very strange yeah how do we feel about reese in the movie i think yeah. she's my favorite character I, in the same movie. she's my favorite character too um like the other characters are so naughty <laughs> that i feel a little like turned off by them and there is something about Reese that's like kind of pure not obviously because she's, she's cool a virgin determined. but I mean just like her attitude and her yeah her determination and her the Joy. way she handles Ryan Phillippe's character is kind of awesome yeah and I'm rooting yeah. for her for that but she gives it up bro Yo, I know she, spoiler alert but, she gives it up <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert I know you guys are like waiting around do they do they or don't they she gives it up um yeah. But it's on her accord, which I like. She doesn't get manipulated by him. She, she, I don't know. I, I kind of respect the way she makes her own choice and isn't manipulated by this, like, egotistical male. I don't know. Yo, are you sure you didn't get manipulated yeah, by feeling he, that way? He definitely manipulates her, but that's, like, part of... I think she understands... I think the difference is with... With... Um, Reese Witherspoon's character is that she can see the manipulation mm-hmm. so she yeah. chooses whether or not she still wants to do that even though he's trying to utilize manipulation she can understand that that's what's happening look you can't fault me for getting manipulated by him he's <laughs> Here's a beautiful thing. blonde um, goddess but yeah. I agree so what I'm saying is she could she could recognize what's manipulation and what's not and make it like an informed decision Correct. based off her feelings yeah. Does his charm get her? Of course. Who? Yeah. <laughs> it's RP, baby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that happen in this where I felt like for a long period of time in this movie, I just felt very ashamed of how much I liked this movie as a child because there's a lot of inappropriate things that happen in this movie. How old were you, you when you were everyone... watching this? <laughs> I don't know, but I was like, really? So at there was a point in the movie where Jordan turned to me and says, how much left is in this porn and at that point (laughs) is like almost the turning point of when i remember the movie so 
we talk about this bet. We talk about the car versus Reese Witherspoon's virginity. Mm-hmm. And there's a turning point right before they Reese gives it up where he stands mm-hmm. on top of the escalator waiting for her because he's like, I'm going to make this grand gesture to show her that it's more than just me manipulating you. I actually have feelings for you. From that point on, the movie, it feels very different. And that's where I'm like, oh, this is what I remember mm-hmm. liking about the movie. Mm-hmm. I was a kid that would find things I liked about movies, watch them, and then just kind of fast forward or rewind just to the parts that I liked. And I do think I would fast forward to that part and watch so them there. So strictly escalator Escalator scene. on. I'd yeah. be I'd be fast yeah. forward to that cello scene, baby. Like, <laughs> the, oh, it just was everything for me. Yeah. It's a sexy-ass I mean, scene. Yo, I didn't dislike the movie. I'm 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 all in for the sexiness and I like yeah. the uh I like how, you know, Ryan Phillippe kind of changed his mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He Shame. changed as a person. Mm-hmm. I was all for it. I yeah. think he killed it. Great job, Ryan. Yeah. I I yo, I think I can't say the same in my opinion, I can't say the same for Sarah our girl SMG. Interesting. How do you guys feel Here's, about like her role I think, and the way she did it? I think she doesn't like to lose and her whole thing was like the way she played it off at the end was just bitterness and she couldn't like handle Mm -hmm. losing or and him falling in love and she Mm -hmm. was like jealous of what he had Mm -hmm. but like I don't think that was her plan the entire time to say well I'm not gonna have sex with you fuck you I don't think that she was a. I don't think she was bad in this as an actress. I think she was just a very underdeveloped compared to Ryan Phillippe's right, character. Right. It leans more in Ryan. They give her hints where they show her like substance use issues and her difficulty with how she feels about Ryan Felipe's like a <laughs> sex object and her conquest. I don't know what is it. Philippe. Whoa, halfway through the movie. I don't know spicy. what his last name, how to okay, pronounce it. Is it Philippe? Is it Felipe? I don't know what it is. Okay, um, but I think that she's just not given enough like depth, essentially. I don't think that's her fault. Do you guys feel bad for her character at the end? No. I think she just has a loss of control. Like, she, in a way, I think she thought she controlled this, like, uncontrollable character in Ryan Phillippe. And then when she sees that she did lose him to Reese Witherspoon, mm-hmm. I like you said, she just gets bitter and jealous. And she yeah. doesn't have a aha moment. If she did, I'd like the character. But I think she's just an unlikable character. I... Maybe that's I get that got in the way of her. I don't know. She played yeah. it so well. I didn't like her. Either. I mean, I think like she. I mean, Ryan Phillippe dies, which kind of threw yeah. me off. Yeah. Yo, that's but, the twist. Yeah. Um. At, at that part when and then they Reese publishes his diary or whatever his mm-hmm. sexcapades. Um. Part of me felt bad for her because, like, I'm sure she loved her brother. She obviously yeah. didn't want him to die. Right. Like, she wasn't yes. that horrible of a person. Right. right. There were feelings for sure. That's how Maybe, I felt, yeah. too. I felt like they're both manipulative people by birth. Yeah. And she was just using one more tactic to try to manipulate him. And she was starting to realize that 
he actually is starting to love Reese Witherspoon and the things that used to work on him manipulation wise weren't wasn't working on him anymore. Mm-hmm. So she had to like step up or change her strategy and she didn't know that was gonna lead to this night of him sleeping on a rock in Central Park across the street from Reese Witherspoon's house and then happened to get hit by a cab. Yeah. Yeah. Um she couldn't know that. Nice. Well, hey, if you haven't seen this movie, obviously you could tell from the the, um, there's contention. The conf- yeah, the conversation. There's a lot of contention. There's push and pull. There's sexy, horny. <laughs> Honestly, there. How old are they in this movie? The characters. They're in college, right? In college, yeah. 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 Yes. Um, yeah. But uh, they're in the prime of their life, and there's a lot of push and pull. And Wait, I don't think they're in college. I think they're in high school. Really? Yeah, I think they go to prep school. Mm. Oh. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so let's rate this movie see, before we move on. I, you guys kind of swung me a little bit. I wasn't into this movie, but hearing, hearing kind of the conversation around the, the interactions between characters, like I do have a little more appreciation for it. Um, I think Ryan Phillippe and R- Reese Witherspoon are the true stars of this movie. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. SMG comes in a close second for me. Um, for sure. But I'll give it a uh, <laughs> three out of five rubs. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I'll give it a 3.75 out of four and a half rubs. Wow. <laughs> that four and a half scale. I'll give it <laughs> 3.99 out of 4.77 rubs. I don't even get that. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I can't do that math. Same. Um, I think you win, Kate. <laughs> I don't know. I just math. Nice. I give it math. Um. Cool. So that's cruel intentions. I would suggest listeners to listen or to watch that it's movie. F- it's mm-hmm. an entertaining watch for sure. It's entertaining. It's definitely like a window into the pre Y two K. I think Y two K was on everyone's mind. And yeah, uh, so they just had to jack off yeah that's what's going on in this movie um so we did learn a little bit about we talked about smg's uh filmography but i don't know much else about her so i'm kind of curious what's her height and what's her weight what's your height i'll I'll be back in like two seconds okay i'll I'll, yeah yeah. Match your What's your height? What's your weight? Will they get it wrong? Will they get it right? What's your height? What's your weight? Let's see. Jordan said, it's funny because Bailey and Jordan both said SFG at top. Jordan said that, um, she is 5'5", five, five, 125 pounds, a six and a half size shoe. She's from, what's that say? Anaheim, California. Anaheim, California. Aquarius, 40, <laughs> 42 years old, crossed out, 52 years old. Love it. All right. Bailey said that she is 5 feet 5 inches, 110 pounds, 39 years old size 7 shoe cancer 
L.A., California. Oh, you both think she's a, a Cali yeah, girl. Yeah, she just reads Cali to me. Yeah. I, I can see that. Um, should I continue? Yeah. So she is 5'4". We were close, 5'5". Five, five. Yeah, you both said 5'5". Five, five. Um, she's 121 pounds, so you're definitely closer on that. Mm-hmm. Um, she was born April 14th. All right, we're good, we're good. <laughs> We're, we're oh, rolling, welcome dude. Welcome back, dude. We're rolling, baby. <laughs> what I miss? You miss me dude. reading them off. Yo, here's the thing. You won't believe it. She's five foot four. Yep. And no. You, and you both said five five. All right. She's 121 pounds. So Jordan was closest at 125. So she was born April 14th, 1977, making her 44 years old. Jordan, that you're closer close, on huh? that. 42. She's an Aries. Um, yeah. she's from Long Island, New York. Damn. So both of you thought oh. she was a Cali girl. She yeah. now lives in L.A. Bailey, I she. thought she was a Cali girl. Yeah, so did I. Now yeah. she is, but was born in Long Island. So she's a shoe size 6.5. Oh, I was dead on. You were dead on, yep. And, um, so let's get into some stuff about her. She, her nickname is Sassy. Mmm. Her first film was Over the Brooklyn Bridge in 1984. Yeah, is this our bridge episode? It is her bridge episode. Yeah. Right. Do you think the Brooklyn Bridge was at one time covered? Maybe. By the <laughs> it's covered. You know what? All bridges are covered by the sky. <laughs> um, so what do you think her favorite food is? She's a French fry girl. Through oh, yo, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Well, she's sushi. <laughs> Close. What's her favorite movies? Thelma and Louise, and I'm just going to say Thelma and Louise. Um, I'm going to say Titanic and Armageddon. Love it. Um, Heathers. Oh. oh. Cool, right? And The Princess Bride. Okay. What are her favorite books? Why does she have multiple of everything? Just pick one, SMD. <laughs> um, she probably likes Green Eggs and Ham. She likes the Old Testament. <laughs> wow, literally, I feel like the two opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> it's funny because she likes the book, The Princess Bride, too. Um, and the book, Gone with the Wind. Yeah, she needs to get over The Princess Bride. Yeah. Uh, okay, or is she just a super fan? That's cool. Um, what are her favorite colors? Uh, Dude, I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I hate black. you, too. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go like a dark violet. Closest, uh, pink and red. What's your favorite kind of pizza? Mm, mushroom, Hawaiian. Uh, yeah, New York style with mushroom and extra cheese. Um, who are her favorite actors? Actors or actresses? Does it? Well, uh, she is both listed, so you can say okay. both. I'm gonna go, of course. The Dame, Meryl Streep. Uh-huh. Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> Any <laughs> and, uh, other people you want to throw in there? Ron Howard. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. And his brother, Clint. Okay. Both child star <laughs> actors. Interesting. Okay. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis. Tom Cruise. Ooh, yes. okay. Uh, we say. love that. Um, and Angelina Jolie, Nicole Kidman, Sarah Bullock, and Uma Thurman. Are they just like... <laughs> A group as yeah, a group. They're they're a <laughs> quartet. Okay. Cool. Um, who's your favorite singer? <laughs> Celine Dion. Yo, 
Oh, that's such a good one. I was going to say Usher, but I think it's Celine. It's close. My Mariah Carey. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So um, That's not close. I don't know. Uh, it's closer than what you said. Um, <laughs> Fair. She was an active competitive figure skater when she was really young. Um, <laughs> which is kind of cool. But she started acting at age. So active. <laughs> so competitive. Well, she placed in like like national i think competitions but she started acting at age four when she was spotted in a restaurant in upper manhattan <laughs> um, wait wait we're so not skipping weird. we're not skipping over that <laughs> who's out there spotting, spotting? <laughs> i don't know four year look at the way that four-year-old's eating uh, yeah. hey she was probably a beautiful baby they probably need look her at for- her <laughs> Hey. Look at her twirl that spaghetti. <laughs> she did a lot of acting work. I was a beautiful baby. Nobody and was botting me. A lot of um, <laughs> commercials. Um, speaking of, interesting fact, um, she was actually banned from McDonald's at age six <laughs> for starring in a Burger King commercial that criticized McDonald's. And she said it really sucked because all her friends were having birthday parties at McDonald's and she couldn't go. Because she was banned from McDonald's. Yo, who has like? The, so you're telling me at every McDonald's there's a picture of her as a six-year-old, six-year-old on the wall. Sarah Michelle Gellar. She was banned. Like if she I'm enters, on that. if she enters this door, we're kicking her yeah. out. Yep. Yeah. Well, no way. She she was estranged from her father at age seven. He her parents got divorced and they just he they never saw him again. Um. Mm. And yeah, then she was probably hanging out at McDonald's <laughs> where she was banned from. Um, she dropped out of high school because of the amount of acting jobs she had. She missed more days in her first month than she was supposed to miss all year. Um, she went to actually went to high school with Macaulay Culkin and Tara Reid. Um, <laughs> she oh. also said that she was bullied a lot in high school because she was there on scholarship and people found out that her parents couldn't like afford tuition. Um, or her mom could afford tuition, but she did end up graduating from professional children's school. <laughs> yeah. 4.0. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So she got a scholarship from what? Her Burger King commercial? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Yo, she must have been one of the most outstanding children. She yep. she got. What did you say? She was valedictorian of children's school. She <laughs> she <laughs> was professional sp- children's school. She was spotted at four year old eating in a restaurant uh-huh. and she got kicked out of every mcdonald's she was banned from every mcdonald's for being in a commercial that criticized them but hey you know what let's talk about the fact that she's allergic to cats has a phobia to broken glass and in 2020 she was given the legendary lip lock award with selma blair at the mtv music awards mm. for that kiss in cruel intentions yeah Wait, this was in 2020? Yep. <laughs> like last year? Uh-huh. It was the legendary okay. lip lock. Um, okay. Yeah, so also uh, she's a black belt in karate, and um, he actually did meet Freddie Prince Jr. on the set of I Know What You Did Last Summer. Nice. Cool. Nice. Um, nice. I do have to say, those two as a couple, I freaking love. So they didn't start dating till 2000 whoa 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 whoa, whoa. you're putting what your files fuck? out oh, yeah oh, okay. what all are right, you doing right, you know what close your notebook up all right. bailey Should cue the music those? okay hold on i cue the music right <laughs> okay yeah okay got it cue. okay 
got to talk about how Selma Blair's mom was super racist. Well, and that's what I was leading to. <laughs> like, oh, she's like, yeah, I'm but not, I mean, like, she's not. I'm, my mom's not racist. She donates to Colin Powell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just. I don't think. I think that you could say that now because it's just like a joke. Like, True. I don't think it's. I think it's glaringly obvious that it's racist in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying like it's not like it's racist. It's not like oh well that was in the '90s like that was different like uh, it yeah. was yeah, yeah. um gotcha. <clears throat> all right dating history we got three hotties on the list first hottie 1998 to 1999 David Boreanaz oh yeah Ooh. Angel Buffy. Lip locking. That oh, you yeah. win no yeah, award. Not the legendary lip lock though. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. Um after that I have in nineteen ninety nine, briefly, Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> Who is that? Uh he's in Oh. He's actually in Scream Two with her, so maybe mm-hmm. that's where they met. Oh, she mm. loves that on screen romance. Mm. Um and then since two thousand, forever and ever, Freddie prince junior we Ooh. love it look at that Yo, guys hat. i'm confused i thought she <laughs> did she never date ryan felipe no that was reese witherspoon that's reese reese uh, witherspoon uh, <laughs> dude this whole time you guys in the trailer episode i i mustn't have been listening i thought you said she has children with ryan Philippi yeah, and freddie prince jr oh no i was like no. i can't wait to get down to when they dated and when they didn't <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, that's yeah. Respect, the spoon. respect. Um, they didn't date for very long. They dated for one year, got engaged, got married. Yeah. And now, yeah, how many kids do they have? Do we know? They two. have two. I wonder if their kids are allowed into McDonald's. Like, is know. she allowed back to McDonald's no today? Idea. Hey, you know what? She, that's a good question. She's really into cooking now and has her own cookbook so her and kids stuff. Are so never maybe gonna, she can make her own McDonald's. They're never going to experience what a Happy Meal ex- feels like. Well, maybe they're... <laughs> here's the thing. Their dad could probably take them if need be. Oh, true. <laughs> There's the workaround. <laughs> yep. Yep. FP Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, yo, I love it. I, I love the facts we learned about her. I love her former lovers and her current lover and i'm all on board for it i love when they make that on-screen appearance for scooby-doo as a married couple yeah i love when the dating history is all famous people and i know them same (laughs) yeah it just feels good it feels good Um, i love it when they're all also on-screen romances at some point (laughs) yes it feels right Uh um cool well, why don't we move into, uh, forgive me, I forget again, the higher rated movie? I think it's, tech. I don't know, I think it depends I on the no list idea. you look at. <laughs> you know what, it doesn't even at. matter. We're talking the 1997 Kevin Williamson masterpiece, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Bailey, take it away. I love how you shout out the writer and not the director. <laughs> Respect. Yeah, yo, um, I'm a big KW guy. <clears throat> yo same here straight up um all right i know what you did last summer classic 90s horror you got the gang of high schoolers or i guess they're high schoolers slash college Mm -hmm. schoolers (laughs) um they are partying and they hit a guy 
and they think they kill him, and then they throw him over the, over the, they throw him in the water, and then they're like, oh shit, we killed someone, we feel bad about it, but we can't tell anyone, because, you know, that'll fuck up our lives, and then the next year, they all get, like, notes saying, I know what you did last summer, or something like it, and then there's a guy with a hook and a slicker running around, killing them all, and then... You know, you got your classic final girl situation with Jennifer Love Hewitt, but turns out her man makes it along her side, Freddie Prince, and they live happily ever after. That was great. Good job, Bailey. Yeah, good Thanks. job. Also, I really love where your voice went. <laughs> like a deep vibrato. I love it. <laughs> yeah. You really That's brought what it home. did to me. I do want to clarify for the people who are just only listening to you give the synopsis of the movie they hit him with a car <laughs> yeah they don't just slap him a lot and then push him into the they're lot. not just like these Yo. high schoolers partying that just go up and wallop a guy and kill him <laughs> they're not just Yo, here's like the thing. slap slap and then throw him in the water i'm also kind of assuming that like most people have seen this movie i think it'd be mm-hmm. really almost weird if you hey i saw this for the first time this year that's kind of wild but yeah. okay fair enough I will say, well, one I saw that it's it's based off like this uh, old like I don't know mythology thing of the in the up in New England of the hook. There's mm-hmm. like a thing people say, kind of like a Slender Man situation, um, but people are afraid of the hook um, in these fishing towns, and so it's yeah. based off of that. Um, and that's cool because I think everybody scene. knows about the hook, you know. So well. <laughs> And it's cool because they have that scene in the beginning where they're partying on the beach and they're all saying their version of that mm. story, which mm. I think is cool. And they all have like a different way that people die in that, which kind of shows you that lore, but also shows you what's going to happen. I do have to say, kind of sticking to the hook thing, I, I, this horror movie does something I love where like whenever the killer shows <laughs> up on screen... He lifts his hook he just to let like, you know. Like. He like slowly <laughs> raises it up to show you, almost like giving you the middle finger with a hook. Yeah, he's like, I look, also, I have a hook. Yeah, I also think it's wild that like, they're like, oh, he's watching us. He's watching us. Like, like he's always only going to be in the slicker. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of person is chilling at a parade in their slicker and not just in, like, a normal Apparently a lot clothes? of people. There was Apparently a lot of people like that parade in the slicker. It made me question a lot of things. Do people in Fisherman Towns just, like, hang out in their thick-ass <laughs> slickers and hats? Like, what's up with that? Dude, Everyone attended the parade in their slicker. They come right from the docks. They don't even take that funny-looking <laughs> hat off. Like... No. Everybody's in slickers. I bet you those are so hot. I don't. I I, I kind of imagine these days like the slickers kind of like outdated, aren't they? Oh, I should. I shouldn't they be wearing something else at this point. More, at least something more breathable. Yeah, well, and it's summer, so it's that's it's got to be hot. It's got to be. Oh, hot. dude, it's the height of summer, and yeah. and like people are dressed down, and there are also just a lot of people in slickers. But I think maybe that's why, maybe that's why he raises his hook to be like, "Hey, I'm a little different." Yeah, I'm. I, I know everybody's out here in slickers, but I gotta let you know, I'm the only one carrying around my hook. Okay. Yeah. I like what he does with that hook, though. I think they're creative deaths, like getting them, clawing them under the chin. I think the scene where 
They, I like how he carries them around. Well, after I was going like to say, I like that scene where, um, so obviously it's like he get he kills them one by one and Sarah Michelle Gellar is the second person to be of the four to be killed. Right. Mm-hmm. And she goes to see her sister who works at the store that her, their parents work at and the killer kills a sister and carries her by the hook. Mm-hmm. I think that scene is really cool. Mm-hmm. I'll say that, like, a hook is, it's, like, I feel like it'd be a hard weapon to maneuver around. Like you you're can't, a fishmonger. Like, well, I'm just saying, like, if you can't, like, stab with it because it's, like, curved at right. the end, you always have to come in on, like, a weird <laughs> angle to get someone. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, with a hook, it's all about the angle. Yeah. Like, you, you have, I, this guy has his angles down. Yep. Yeah. Like, he really tries to catch you under that jaw, you know? Yeah, is that uh-huh. why they call some fishers, fishermen anglers? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're all good with their <laughs> angles. Um, yeah, I, I do find it, I like Sarah Michelle Geller's death because she puts up like an honest fight. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like it's not we're not talking Johnny Galecki uh type. I mean, is that the guy's <laughs> name <laughs> from the uh, Big Bang about? Theory? Oh, Max. Oh. Yeah. So the guy Johnny Galecki from Yo, that Big guy Bang was Theory, annoying, but why did he have to die? He's the character that dies first, but he is so on the periphery of witnessing the actual them crashing into the guy. I, I just the hook shouldn't have killed him. Yeah. But um, yeah. like to the point where like, was he even conscious to know that he was there? Yeah, I mean, he's the kind of guy I want to show up in the sequel. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's the perfect character to show up in the sequel. Absolutely. But alas, the they hook him. hook hooks him real hard. Um, but I do love Sarah Michelle Michelle Geller's character. She's real, my favorite. She puts up a fight, uh, with the hook, and she does. The best she can, but dude, you can only block so many angles, and yeah. in the end, he hooks her. Yeah, so. and like very like Buffy esque fighting scenes with him, and she gets trapped in a. Not only is it like a mound of tires in an alleyway, but there's fireworks going off and a marching mm-hmm. band, and it's yeah. dark outside. Like every obstacle is against her in that moment. Yo. I will. I like yo. Yeah, I agree. She kills it, and I also think you know Ryan Phillippe kills it. I think the weakest people are Freddie Prince and Jennifer Love Hewitt. I completely mm-hmm. agree. I, I don't the think thing. they're that good at acting to either. So like, it, I wish the main character shifted to yeah Sarah Michelle Gellar and Ryan Phillippe. So. I- but I like the fact that they're the ones that die. I think it's more interesting that the better actors are like the ones doing the more interesting things. Yeah, but like I get what better. you're saying. They <laughs> Here's are better. the thing: Ryan Phillippe doesn't survive, does he? No. <laughs> he has a commonality. Alert. He dies in both movies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I you know I agree with you. See, here's the thing: Jennifer Love Hewitt will always hold like a soft spot in my heart. I just. If 1999, she's one of my hot girls. Oh, she's one, mm-hmm. of, my hot, so, she's one of my hot girls, too. Um, I will yeah, say, Freddie, got... she's got it all. <laughs> Freddie Prince she's Jr. She's all that. <laughs> she's all that. Uh, more like can't hardly wait. Um, <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. is like a board of wood acting, kind of. I don't know. He's just like I dull and boring. Too. 
I think this yeah. is like a Rolodex of all the hot people, right? It's four really mm-hmm. hot people. But I agree. I think that Ryan Phillippe and Sarah Michelle Gellar are stronger for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say, yo, you want to see a better version of this? Check out Scream 1, 2, 3, or 4. I'm yeah. all yeah. into I'm on the Scream game. Here's the thing. I Scream greater than... I know oh, you did yeah. last time. But this is still enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. This one's still enjoyable. It does do the the jump scare at the end, which I am not the biggest fan oh, that, of. Like the yeah. final scream, the final I forget. It might be called something in horror movies, but this one I don't think needed to do it. I think the mystery of is the guy dead or is he not yep. should have just carried into the next movie. Yeah. I mean it's just for fun really they don't really even mention it in like the second mm-hmm. movie at all yeah. like, it's it's just like they don't talk about it at all it but honestly seems like a not part of the movie and we're, we're mm-hmm. it's honestly like embarrassing yeah we're talking about there's like one final scene of you know sarah michelle geller or jennifer love hewitt you think she's in the clear they killed the killer they got him blah 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 and then there's that final he smashes through the shower glass to get her and it just feels like Bailey said it's not even real. It doesn't feel yeah. real. Um, maybe it's just her PTSD, a, a personification maybe. of her but PTSD. But it's like it's yeah. funny because it's like even more corny than that because written on the wall it says I still know, <laughs> and like right before that she's in a towel, quote unquote, talking to Freddie Prince Jr. saying that I'll be home in two weeks and you can ravish me then, which is like the corniest thing to say, and then go into the shower and have it say that and. Mm-hmm. It just, you're right. It feels like it's not needed and yeah. not a part of the movie. I kind of wish that scene wasn't out. Besides that, I'm, I like this movie. I do. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I me think too. Scream's greater than, greater than, but this movie's just like super entertaining. Kind of turn your brain off and just yeah. like follow these high school kids getting tracked down by a, a vengeful killer. I agree. And I was worried because Jordan and I had watched this earlier in the year and I was worried about rewatching it and being kind of bored and Yeah. I wasn't. I was still really into it. I think that Sarah Michelle Gellar is awesome in this movie. Yeah. I want to see a movie where like uh, I'm sure there's movies out there, but like you get like one of the main characters lives like guy or girl who whatever, and then like a random like weird boyfriend of the second main character living as well. I think it would just be cool and different to like throw and another the, guy in. There and then they lives. get they get together. <laughs> they don't have to get together, but it's just like oh wow, you live too. Like you were the only other person to live, and you're like not one of like the. Mm main right. two people that's i yo, know, i agree with you i'm sure there's hundreds yeah. of movies out there like that but that's what i wanted from this one yeah i wanted one of those peripheral characters to survive but yeah. dude the hook just takes them all <laughs> he just like he's yeah. not having it he's got that yeah. little shrine of them and everything yeah, yeah. um but overall a good time. romp and yeah. honestly if you haven't seen it it's one of those necessary movies that you have to you have to see it's time yeah. stamped it's if you want to get the ryan Phillippe canon in you gotta watch it that's true <laughs> if, if you're For trying sure. to watch all of his filmography you yeah. have to add this one um but will i be watching i still know what you did last summer maybe because i forget about it i don't think i've ever seen Yo, it, so. it's it's wild they they go to like a resort or whatever, and the Tell- new cast of cal- characters are there. Brandy's there, I think. Mm, Jack Black's Brandy. there, I think. 
love Jack Black. It's it's pretty bad if I remember correctly, but it's like you even enticed me though. Same. Yeah. Jack Black, say go. no more. I do want to know is the hook because I I know I keep bringing up the hook, but I'm I like him as a killer. Does he show up in the second one? Is uh, it the hook or is it killing? I don't remember. Oh, you're you gonna to you're it. gonna withhold from me like that. <laughs> Yo, what was your favorite? Each of your favorite hook moments, and I know you did last summer. Hmm. I like it when the hook falls off. Oh yeah, when he gets his hook uh, chopped off. Mm-hmm, I can't give you my favorite, but I could give you my least favorite is when Jennifer Love Hewitt opens her truck, her trunk, wow. and there's a bunch of crabs with Johnny Galecki's dead body in there. She screams, yeah. runs away for two minutes, comes back, and it's all gone. I mean, the hook is special, but he he's how's he getting all those yeah, crabs out that, of the trunk? That didn't make any that no. part that had to be like in her head. I I don't yeah. know how that would even be possible. It was so clean that trunk. Like yeah. the trunk was brand new, and you know crabs are gonna leave a little residue. And a dead yeah. body's also gonna. <laughs> oh, leave Oh yeah, residue. the dead body too. But also, you would even smell it. They would ro- yeah. roll up, and they'd be like, "Oh, mm. dude, what the fuck's that smell?" That's so seafood that dead one, body smell. That one, I love the theory of that's in her head. Yeah. Same, like, kind of going along with the last scene of the movie mm-hmm. too. She's because she's definitely the most affected one out of all four who went through the trauma. Right. She's yeah. str- on the struggle bus. So if there were some mental mm-hmm. um, like mirages in there, if it was more apparent that it was that, I'm down with that. Um, but I think that I think they're going for the literal. I think the body and yeah. the crabs were in the trunk there. You know who um, had the best uh, act? Did the best acting in the movie? Who's that? Straight up, Anne Hache. The uh, the sister of the they go out and oh, visit her yeah she yeah. killed it she's so oh, good she's so good yeah she plays that like timid but like kind eerie. of eerie kind of crazy yeah. she's always yeah. holding crazy. a bloody knife yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah the scene where she carries the bloody knife you think she's gonna well, attack when but you were like, talking yeah. about a like a sequel with side character she's the one that came to mind if i would love to see her in like a movie side movie with yeah her. I don't think she makes it, but she <laughs> killed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Uh, hey, maybe we could write that story. Mm-hmm. And Haysha's character's story needs to be told. <laughs> yep. Yep. yep, yep. Uh, cool. Yeah. So let's uh, let's rate this one, guys. What? Uh, I give this uh, one out of two hooks. Oh, okay. Ooh, I'll give it on the horror movie scale. I'll definitely give it. 3.25 out of 5 bloody hooks. Okay. Nice. Um, I'm going to go with, on the horror scale, I think this is a <laughs> 6 out of 10 trunk crabs. Okay. Um. If it's on the horror scale, I'm going to give this <laughs> one and a half uh, hooks out of 2. Yeah. There you nice. go. Nice. Nice You got to put it on the horror scale. <laughs> nice update, Kate. Um, cool. Well, yo, SMG, Love she it. delivered. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I really want to put it out there that she's a scream queen that needs more recognition. One hundred percent. Let's uh, write it in on the ballot. Let's write it in. Um, yeah. Well, she's getting recognition for her kiss, in like yeah. twenty years later. Her <laughs> lip lock. Is it a little too late though? <laughs> Are no, we? Re- or is it just right to bring back the narrative to remind people? Yeah. I mean, yeah. The part that I remember the kiss from. Um, 
oh, where do they reenact that kiss in uh it's either in like not another teen movie mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. one of the scary movies where like mm-hmm. they kiss like an older like an old granny yeah. lady and it's just like a parody of their kiss it and uh, has to be not another team movie. i mean it's iconic as hell mm-hmm. um, yeah and i'm glad she's getting recognition for it don't get me wrong but she's mm-hmm. more than that kiss she is yes. more than that kiss but she also should be recognized for it yeah and uh I, have they ever talked about uh like they remake everything now like they ever talk about doing another like buffy show i don't know I think it's tough because there was a lot of Joss, Joss Whedon controversy. Uh, and like, there was a statement that she made that was like, I forever love the character of Buffy Summers and I hold her dear to my heart, but I do not want to, I no longer feel like I need to be associated with Joss mm. Whedon. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Fair. But that doesn't count out her coming back as Buffy if someone else picks it up. Right, I just we're talking about her coming Ooh. back, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, we love It'll SMG. Probably happen. I, yeah, for sure. I and also, there's a Cruel Intentions TV show, so or I, I know what you did last time. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I, I might tune into that. Um, they also made a screen hook- TV show that wasn't very good, so oof. Um, cool. Well, yo, SMG, high, high place on the film friends list mm-hmm. um absolutely w- hopefully this will give her a bump to maybe rethink the buffy character because i know no one's ever asked her about that before yeah um mm-hmm. hopefully we could petition to get her more love and more recognition but guys do you have any other final thoughts love her back her think she's a cool life uh two thumbs up enjoy <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's cool she i like her um She's like quintessential 90s mm-hmm. girl, which yeah. I back. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, well, hey, that's it for Sarah Michelle Geller. Do you not have any final thoughts on her? Oh, I just, we're, we're gushing over. I just thought it was time to close up, close up the gush. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I love her. I love her. Um, I'm more of a Jennifer Love Hewitt guy, but we'll save that for the, Ooh. we'll save that I'm for the I'm the exact JLH. opposite. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well hey mark me down for jlh in the future love it um and we'll 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 really test out test them out That's the ghost whisperer <laughs> I'm sorry forgot about the ghost whisperer um but anyways guys thanks for listening as always we really appreciate it rate and review us hit us up on social media let us know what you think of smg um but uh, until next time, have a good night. <laughs> oh, okay. Or a morning. Yeah. And hey, if it's yeah. the morning, have a good morning. Also, listen to Bailey's other podcast, Your Morning Breakfast. It's a great podcast to listen to over breakfast. Um, or dinner for breakfast. But yeah, always breakfast remember, for breakfast for dinner is on the table too. Uh, but thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Michael Shannon. <laughs>